0: Why do we keep blaming the learner when it comes to our courses not being finished? It's actually not our learners fault. There's a lot that we can be doing to encourage them and excite them to not only buy our program, but to finish it. This is an area that I'm really passionate about and you may be surprised at the hidden suggestions that I'm giving you in this podcast episode. Hello, and thank you for being here. I'm Manya Horner, and this is your Greatest Work podcast, the show for course creators who want to become the recognized expert in their field. You'll find this podcast helpful if you know that your course or program is good, but you want to figure out how to fine tune it to be your greatest work. In every episode, I'm bringing you insider information and experiences from the best learning strategists, trainers, and designers in the world. With some tweaks and smart design and program delivery, you can have better completion rates, more referrals, and be proud of your business legacy. Have you ever bought a course or a membership and spent a lot of money and then got maybe a couple of modules in and quit? This is super common. You're not alone, and unfortunately, tons of your audience are doing the same. Check your completion rates. Have you done that in a while? Well, Again, don't feel bad, but the industry average is that only 15% of people are completing the courses that they buy. 15%. There's 85% of your audience is not finishing. And it's kind of sad. And I know that you're feeling a little bummed about it. But don't worry, there are solutions. And I'm going to be talking a lot about what we can do and what some of the problems are. How does it feel for you when you buy a course or membership that's not the right fit? what's the feeling that you have as a purchaser? Do you feel regret? Or do you feel like you want to give it a poor review? And do you feel like the responsibility is totally on you? Is it your job as the learner to get through the course? Or do you expect there to be some level of accountability or some level of support from the person who created the course or program? So (laughs) If you can really sit with this and internalize it for a minute, you're generating the empathy for your learners. And there are a lot of reasons why people aren't completing. So let's talk about a few of those reasons. For one, most of the programs that we make are too long. This is very, very common. We get excited and we create a ton of content and it's too lofty. So one of the main reasons why is our course or program is too long. And there's a few suggestions that I'm going to have for you. One of them is to look at your program or your course or membership and see if you can chunk it into smaller um, bite-sized pieces. So maybe rather than sending out this big long course or program that could take somebody 10 weeks to complete, you might think of helping people with successfully completing by breaking that into four smaller components. It's a lot easier and it boosts people's confidence if they can buy one thing, get through it, complete it, and then look, you know, eagerly towards your next program. So often, yeah, we just include way too much. There's too much content in the course. And this is one of the most common reasons why people don't finish. It's like, I don't know if you have kids, but I've got three and if I put this huge meal in front of them, usually they just look at it and they freak out. They're like, oh my goodness, I can't eat all that. So they just don't eat any of it. Whereas if I give them a couple of pieces of food on their plate, they gobble it up and then wonder why I gave them so little. So you can always do this. You can you can use this kind of psychology to help your audience consume the content in the right way. Another reason why people don't finish is they get stuck they get stuck on the first hurdle and they have no way to get help often and so naturally we're designed to just move on to something that gives us less resistance and the things that people get stuck on can be numerous they can be technology hurdles it can be something that's just a little bit too hard or it, or it pushes them challenges them they might just get stuck on something that is a skill they don't have. And if we don't do the well enough on our user, we're not actually always 100% sure at what those mindset blocks or skill blocks might be for people that are going to get them stuck. And it's unfortunate, but as soon as it gets hard, often people move on to do something where they have less resistance. I think there's a lot that we can do to help our learners prepare for the resistance that that's inevitably going to occur. So I would challenge you to think about your program and look at what you can do to help your learners prepare for resistance. There's some incredible research and work done on this topic. And it is possible to think ahead about what some of the hardest things are going to be for your audience so that you can get ahead of that curve. I will, you know, I would challenge you to think about some examples and look for some of the pain points or some of the roadblocks or resistance areas in your program. You probably have some good examples of this. You might even be looking at your, your course completion and finding where people are typically dropping off that could be a really good spot for you to take a look at your program and think, where could I maybe help learners prepare for this resistance up front? Maybe they have some homework to be done, and I can let them know right up in advance that they need to block off a certain number of hours in two weeks from time to, you know, complete some sort of task. So find out where in your program the resistance is occurring and see what you can do to help your learners prepare for that. Another reason why people often don't do well with programs is the challenges of the program aren't being communicated up front. A lot of times our marketing language is really positive, right? It's showing people what kind of benefits and what kind of change they're going to get. And it's showing them how to overcome all these hurdles and um avoid all these fear and failure and, and that's all great, but it can set people up coming into a program thinking that this is a magic wand, um, that this is the be all end all to their problems. And to be fair, it's a great idea to let your audience know what challenges they're going to be faced with in this program. Let them know the time commitment and be real about that. Let them know what some of the hard things are they're going to have to do so that you've already addressed the worst things up front. And they get to just then go into the program with realistic expectations. That goes for perfectionism as well. If people don't have a way to deal with the failure or a plan to deal with what's going to happen when things get hard and they get stuck, they're probably going to bail and then never look back because they're going to feel all sorts of things. They're going to feel shame, they're going to feel like a failure. And if we can address that up front and let them know that they just need to correct and continue on in the program, they can pick up where they left off at any time, and be really conscious about the strategies that we use, then we can help people overcome perfectionism. Because Just like this podcast almost didn't happen, you can listen to episode one to find out why. Also, we have to help our learners overcome perfectionism when things get hard or when they feel like they might be failing as they're going through your program. There are so many ways that we can talk about how to improve your program if you're not getting the kind of completion results that you want. And I have a mastermind to help you analyze your program and find out where you might specifically be able to make changes. And I will be working directly with you to help you make improvements to your program. So check the link in the show notes and see if this might be a fit for you. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Please leave us a review or a rating wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Anything that we've mentioned today is available in the show notes, and we are really excited to be bringing you more content week after week.